And hello everyone, I'm Pastor Vic, and we want to welcome you to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free. And we are transmitting live from our station here. And of course, we are very excited for today's program as we're going to be talking about scattered, not scared. So those of you that are watching us live via social media, again, we'd love for you to share this wonderful program with others. And we want you to stay tuned and get your Bibles ready as we're going to be jumping into the book of Acts. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if you'll open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we again ask for your blessing upon this podcast. Uh, Lord, as we discuss your word, uh, speak through us. Uh, open up your word so we might understand what you have to tell us. And give us comfort in these difficult times as we're airing this uh, during the coronavirus crisis. And uh, a lot of people losing their jobs, Lord. And as many disasters happen around the world. Uh, show us your will, Lord, and with the message that we'd like to know uh, that you have for us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Mm, amen. Again, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about scattered, not scared, encouraging you in these last days. And of course, we want to uh, encourage you to keep this program in prayer and also the situation at hand. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Great to be on, brother. Another week. Uh, this is fantastic. The Lord's given us more time to, to preach the word, right? Absolutely. And of course, you, you, you hit it right on the nose, uh, Nathan. We always have a great time. And the reason is because we have the opportunity to encourage individuals in the reality of what's going on uh, today. Now, also, Nathan, before we continue, I noticed that you guys have a wonderful lineup of programs uh, through our ministry that we're part of. Can you talk to us about the ministry, your contact information, and some of the latest things that you guys are doing in case someone out there is new to the ministry? Okay. Well, uh, Vic and I are both evangelists with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in a number of different ways. Our primary outreach is our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired all over the world. We have podcasts like this one, The Truth Will Set You Free. Uh, we do quite a number of other programs, but we've just recently launched a new, new short video series called Prophetic Perspectives. And Prophetic Perspectives is a two, three minute devotional. We look at the signs of the times as they relate to events today. Uh, we take it from a biblical point of view, and then we uh, hopefully leave you with a little hope in these dark times. And you can find Prophetic Perspectives on our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel, as well as our Christ in Prophecy Facebook page and uh, private Facebook group. And so check us out uh, or go to our website, ChristinProphecy.org. We have a wealth of information there to help you grow in your love of Jesus Christ and anticipation of the soon return. Amen. Awesome, Nathan. Yeah, and I was reposting some of those wonderful prophetic perspective. And again, I would encourage anyone that is tuned into our program, check those out. Wonderful, wonderful uh, tools uh, for your uh, library. So, Nathan, again, you're right. We are really uh, living in the last days. We are living in challenging times, yet exciting times for the church. I oftentimes tell people, Nathan, that we should not be people of fear, but we need to be men and women of faith. And uh, how are things, Nathan, of course, uh, in Texas with uh, this situation with the coronavirus? Well, uh, of course, we got the federal regulations to be shelter in place and to do six feet apart. Everything's being wiped down and cleaned down. 
Uh, here in Collin County, which is just north of Dallas County, uh, we're in complete lockdown. Uh, you can go to grocery stores, you can do takeout fast food, you can go to parks. But even lately, everybody's been going to the park, and so now they're talking about shutting the parks down. All the kids are doing school from home through online venues. It's a wonderful time for online ministry, isn't it? Looking at the silver lining, churches are scrambling to, to be online. And of course, Landline Ministries has been online a long time. Uh, but it's scary times. Uh, President Trump, as of this week, is anticipating maybe a potential of a quarter million Americans coming down with coronavirus and dying from it. And so far as of this recording, there's only been a little over 5,000. So praise the Lord, it hasn't been worse. But the, the, the tougher, uh, the top of the, what they call it, the top of the curve is still yet to come. How about uh, you guys in Florida? Well, Nathan, that's, uh, I'm glad that you share that because right now we are, um, they starting today here more of a little bit of what we call a lockdown. They are uh, making a lot of the businesses now uh, uh, shut down certain areas. They want the uh, social distancing to be a must. Uh, they started split shifting uh, many of the companies now where uh, co-workers have to come in different shifts just in case some get uh, contaminated with a virus, business doesn't stop. So those are the things that are happening here. Of course, uh, the area that I'm in in Daytona Beach, I was in the Miami area and here is a, a little bit slower than Miami in terms of the pace of things. So, uh, but it is uh, moving forward up north and these regulations are becoming a little more stricter. I'm kind of happy because uh, things are a little bit quieter, but you can still get a lot done. That's good. And I really feel for those people, especially the hourly workers and retail and food service, entertainment, so many people losing jobs. Uh, one of the folks on our staff, uh, we just had to stay at home with her kids. So we've, we've even lost a person here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, Judy. Uh, we also mm -hmm. have another staff member whose wife was let go. Uh, I'm hoping and praying that once this coronavirus thing passes, business will take off again. People will be rehired again. Uh, but now we're looking at a few trillion dollars of extra national debt as we're bailing ourselves out with more debt. So, you know, that's obviously going to infect inflation. We've got gas wars going on. Uh, right now, our Sam's Club is offering gas at $1.25, which is amazing wow. because we've got Saudi Arabia and Russia having a gas war. It's putting our fracking uh, oil companies out of business. Uh, again, the repercussions are staggering. And some have even asking, is the cure worse than the disease? Mm. And Nathan, uh, you know, that that is a good question. And, and we're seeing the same thing. At least that's the positive side. Our gas prices are uh, going lower. And that helps, of course, the economy. And it helps uh, people uh, get around. Uh, but uh, we are definitely in one of the most challenging times right now that we face in a very long time. But one of the things that I noticed through the power of the Holy Spirit is that we can thrive uh, through difficulties and tribulation. And that's why we want to offer hope uh, for those individuals that are part of our program. Again, as we are being scattered, we're not to be scared. The early church, Nathan, we can learn so much from the early church because we found that when persecution came on the church, instead of hindering it, we noticed that God used it to grow the church. And I think there's a lot of things that we can learn uh, through difficult times. And we're going to notice some example of that in the Word of God. So, Nathan, would you be able to take us to Acts chapter 8 and open us up by reading verses 1 through 5, just in case someone out there doesn't have a Bible to uh, follow along with us? And if those of you that are part of the program, we'd love for you to get your Bibles and follow along with us as we look at these wonderful passages. 
Certainly. Acts chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution rose against the church, which is at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentations over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering the house and dragging off the women, committing them to prison. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere, preaching the word, and Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Nathan, that's a wonderful passage because as you notice here, this was something that at first seemed detrimental. The church was scattered uh, uh, all over the place, but yet the Bible tells us there in verse 4, therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. So Nathan, this scattering, this scattering actually worked out for the good. Yes, Jesus on his ascension uh, gave the great commission to the church, Acts 1.8, go and preach the word first in Jerusalem and Judea and then Samaria and the ends of the world. So it's kind of like a bullseye. You have Jerusalem in the middle and then the next ring, Judea, and the next ring, Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. Well, the early church was quite comfortable in Jerusalem. They weren't moving. Yep. They weren't moving out. And this is how God works. Uh, he allows persecution to come, which is us to have to act. And that's exactly what we're reading here as we get to the very first years of the, of the church here in the first century, is that God had to allow persecution through a man named Saul, who would later get saved and become the Apostle Paul, and he was persecuting the church greatly, and that caused the Christians that were all embedded in Jerusalem to leave Jerusalem and start sharing the gospel around the world. Yeah, and I believe today, as we're as the churches are, in a sense, uh, being mandated to shut down, uh, Christians, people, are to stay home. Uh, we're scattered now. We're no longer in the multi- uh, congregational type churches. But I think, again, this is a great opportunity for us to reach our neighbors, for us to make a difference, because now we're more integrated in our communities. And I just think this is a wonderful opportunity uh, for us to still continue to thrive, even in difficult times. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Have you ever considered, I mean, just stop for a minute and think, 2,000 years of church history, certainly there's been persecution in the church, certainly Churches have been closed down, especially in communist countries. But here we're seeing almost a global shutdown of all churches around the world. 192 out of 195 oh. countries have the coronavirus, COVID-19 right now. And almost the entire planet is following suit, doing the same thing, closing everything down. India is closing their country down for three weeks. All the churches aren't congregating and closing down. Has there ever, ever been a time in human history where all the churches of the world decided to close down? And it makes you wonder. Obviously, God is the head of the church. The, the, we are the body and he's dead. What is he thinking? What does he want us to do? And brother, I think you, you nailed it perfectly when you said this is the time for the church to get out of the building, to stop thinking of our buildings as our churches yeah. and remember that the body of the Christ, the body of Christ is us. We are the, the body and it doesn't matter where we are. We need to be out there sharing the gospel. Yeah. We might have to stand six feet away from the other person, but we can still <laughs> share the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And Nathan, and that's what I, I, this is a wonderful opportunity because I really believe that for too long, 
the church has been a little bit asleep. And we've talked about this, especially when it comes to Bible prophecy or sharing the good news and the return of the Lord. But what a great opportunity right now for individuals. Everybody's paying attention now, Nathan. And this is a great opportunity for us to go forward and preach the soon return of Jesus. As people are asking questions, we can, again, plant those seeds and just uh, let them consider, hey, this could be what the Bible has been uh, talking to us about. We could be this generation that will be alive and remain when the Lord comes back for his church. And how exciting if individuals will grab hold of that, Nathan, and share that good news with others. I totally agree with you. This is an opportunity. I mean, the Lord has given us communication technology unlike we've ever seen. I mean, just go back to the early 90s. There was no internet, no smartphones. Go back even uh, 200 years ago, well before there was telephones and telegraphs. Uh, now we can reach people all over the world with the gospel. If you're tuned in now and you're listening to The Truth Will Set You Free, yeah. uh, you're all over the planet, right? And uh, that's an amazing, amazing thing. So clearly God has given us this technology in this age to reach more and more people uh, faster than ever before. And that's a sign of the time. That is a sign that the Lord gives us. Mass evangelism is one of the many technological signs that the gospel is promised to be preached over the entire world. And right now, well over half the world has access over the Internet and it continues to climb steadily. Pretty soon we'll, we'll get even the remotest tribes connected as there's a big uh, plan, especially Bill Gates and other organizations are out there uh, getting cell phones into people's hands and getting Internet into people's hands that are totally in remote places. And so the Lord wants us to get the gospel out. And what he's doing is saying, you can't hole up in your church buildings and in your social groups. You need to be getting out there. If you can't do it physically, you can certainly do it online. Excellent point. Again, you're tuning into Truth to Set You Free. Big Baptista Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about scattered, not scared. Those of you that have just tuned in to our program via social media, make sure that you share this program with your friends and family as we are seeking to encourage it. And Nathan, again, I'm so glad that so many ministries are taking advantage of Zoom, they're using FaceTime, they're using Facebook, they're using Twitter, much like what we're doing right now. We're broadcasting in multiple platforms because we want to get the word out because now we have this opportunity to do something that we've never had before. And we need to use this for the glory of God. And you know, Nathan, again, when the early church started, we need to remember they did not start in huge buildings. They started in homes, small groups, as they were scattered, they realized that they needed to meet in smaller groups so that they would not be so obvious. And a wonderful model is left for us in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. And I think it's something that we can continue to learn from what we can do even in these tough times. Nathan, would you be able to take us there to Acts, chapter 2, and read for us verses 42 through 47 as we see the, this wonderful model of the early church? Sure, yeah, that's the... Acts is the best place to learn about how the church took off. Verse 42, And they, the church, continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among them as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Nathan, I, I love this passage. Hey, listen, even with social distancing, 
a few of us can get together in homes, right, Nathan? Keep your distance, but we can still continue to be church. Here in Texas, it's 10 or less people, right? Uh, even here at the ministry, we're making sure we only have 10 people here on staff. At any time, the rest have to go home and work from home. Uh, again, the takeaway from this passage could be taken wrong. I'm hearing a lot of people now saying that this verse uh, section is supporting socialism. Uh, socialism functions only in small church settings where everybody is, is following the Lord and being selfless. Socialism does not work in larger settings and government settings where humans are humanist and looking towards themselves and what they can get out of things. So this isn't what Vic and I are saying. And we're not saying, hey, look, the Bible was talking about socialism absolutely not the early church yeah. was severely persecuted as as we read now this is just before the persecution here in acts 2 but the church was learning how to work together as a body before they would be okay. sent out and form new bodies new small churches and so this was the template this was the model for it that that you lived selflessly you you helped each other in need uh you you praise god and, and you looked towards the teaching of, of leaders like the apostles at the time or as we have pastors and evangelists today. And that's a great model for us to live by. Uh, you know, uh, Easter's coming up, and this might be the first Easter in church history where all the churches will be attempting to, to celebrate Easter together at home. But our Sunday school group has been meeting through Zoom, and we plan on even doing communion together, each from our own house, but corporately together. Uh, that just blows my mind that we could do that in this day and age. Nathan, and that's exactly, I, I mean, it, it's just amazing what we can do. Uh, we, and I oftentimes say we can thrive uh, through difficulties and tribulation and trials. If we really have the means and we have the, the, the uh, willingness to do it, uh, whether it's coronavirus, whether it's some other virus, whether, whether it's some other trial that will be coming in the future, I believe that we can learn and take advantage of these opportunities and grow together even stronger uh, as a community. I mean, uh, Nathan, the early church, they were in constant persecution, uh, constantly being challenged and persecuted and killed. Yet we find that the church continued to grow and thrive uh, in the challenging times. And I believe that we can learn a lot uh, from what we're going through today. You make an excellent point, Vic. Nathan, I was thinking to 1 Peter chapter 4, uh, verses 12 through 17, as we talk about trials and challenges, I wanted us to go there because I, I, I was encouraged uh, through this passage many years ago when I first uh, came to know the Lord and I was going through some personal trial and challenges as the, as the Lord was shaking the world out of me in a sense. And I I didn't know what was going on. Some people today, uh, maybe maybe their world is being turned upside down uh, because of the situation we're in. And they're wondering what in the world is going on through these trials. But yet the Bible has the answer and encourages us uh, through difficulties. So, Nathan, if, if we can go to uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, maybe we can split it up. If you can read verses uh, 12 through 14 and now read verses 15 through 17, just in case someone out there doesn't have a Bible as we talk about. Uh, again, thriving in trials. Absolutely. First Peter 4.12 begins, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange things happened to, to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of God, glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. 
Well, verse 15, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a busybody in other people's matters. Yet anyone suffering as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For this, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will the end of those who do not obey the gospel of, of God? And Nathan, uh, we've noticed here a number of times it talks about uh, suffering and trials. And yet the Bible says, guys, don't think it's strange when these trials come to you. And somehow, Nathan, we always think it's strange, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of us, I know I do, is I live as if the millennial kingdom has come in a time of peace and righteousness and justice where Jesus reigns from Jerusalem, where the animals are getting along with the people and and lives are a thousand years and the crops are always growing and there's no want or need. Uh, you know, the peaceful time where you're lying by the river underneath the vine and, and you know, it's a time of peace and, and it's a time that we all as Christians yearn for. And But it, the time hasn't come yet. Right now we live in a fallen time and a time where uh, we're called to share the gospel with people. And, and so it's neat here how Peter points out that, hey, Jesus was son of God, and yet he suffered and died. Well, you are too, because you are Christ's standard bearer. Satan hates Christ, and so he hates his children. And you're going to suffer not only persecutions from him, but just living in a fallen world. Uh, folks ask, is this COVID-19 virus a judgment from God? Uh, maybe because of Trump's uh, deal of the century plan. Maybe it had something to do with us trying to divide Israel's land. Or maybe it's the amount of abortion that's going on around the world is Hundreds of millions of babies are killed each year. Or, or, I mean, there's just so many theories going around about what could be the cause of it. But it could be that the COVID-19 virus is yet again, we're living in a fallen world. Uh, the world's out to kill us, basically. And uh, that's part of the sin uh, nature that we have in the fall. And maybe that's the reason, too. But no matter what the reason, we're still called to live and serve Christ during this difficult time. And we just have to expect it. So uh, to what you said, Vic, absolutely. I I live thinking that persecution and trial and tribulation could, shouldn't come, but it does. And when we deal with, have it, we need to turn to Lord's peace and let him work through us, right? Excellent point. Again, you're tuning into a truth who set you free, Vic Baptiste. And we're talking about scattered, not scared. Uh, Nathan, I, I mean, when I look at verse 3 there, in uh, First Peter chapter 4, uh, excuse me, verse 13, uh, I'm reminded again, it says, but rejoice to the extent that you, part, that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceedingly joy. Nathan, we believe the Lord is going to return at any moment. We believe in the rapture of the church, and we want to be found busy about the Lord's business, rejoicing. And if we're being persecuted during this time, if these are difficult times, that is just a drop in the bucket in comparison to what we're going to spend eternity. Absolutely. I, I think it, when we're here at the beginning, of, really, of this COVID-19, we're climbing up that, that scale, so to speak. The death toll is going to increase. And we see people kind of nervous, but not quite panicky yet, unless, of course, go to Walmart and they roll out a pallet of toilet paper, then look out. Right? <laughs> but uh, we're living in a time where it, it, it's going to get spookier and people are going to start panicking. And as the death toll rises and there's more and more funerals, it'll start looking like Italy. Uh, they, people, the world should be looking at us Christians 
in seeing that we have a sense of peace about us. We have a, a, a sense of joy despite trials. Uh, we're ready with the gospel at any time. And, you know, we're not happy that suffering is, I mean, who would be, right? We don't want suffering. We don't want people to die. But people should look towards us and see a spiritual maturity there that draws them to Jesus Christ that say, hey, why are you calm during this? And then we have the opportunity to share the source of our joy and our comfort, and that is Jesus Christ. Excellent point, Nathan. And again, and that's why we do these programs. The idea is to encourage individuals uh, with the gospel. Uh, one of the things, too, Nathan, is that in times of difficulties and times of fear, uh, people, instead of looking up, they look down at their problems. They look down at their issues. And yet the Bible always tells us to uh, look up. There is hope uh, for the believer. And if you're out there and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, maybe uh, that's what you need right now. If you feel scared uh, through this scattering, uh, maybe it's a time for regathering, for regrouping. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to consider your life and your, and your eternity and your future and start making some changes. And today will be a great opportunity for you uh, to change your course. If you're, if you're away from the Lord, if you're away from God, this is a great opportunity for you to turn to God. And maybe God is using this uh, uh, situations to get some of, uh, some of your people's attentions uh, that are out there. But ultimately, we pray that you will turn to Jesus. And Nathan, I know every week we, we have an opportunity to share uh, the gospel with people and, and give them an invitation. Uh, and today is no different because we believe that there's individuals tuned into our program, whether it's now or in the future, uh, that they did not tune in by coincidence, but, it, but it's by divine appointment because God loves them. And Nathan, I know you have that wonderful heart of an evangelist, and I would love for you to once again share with that person on the other side that maybe doesn't have a relationship with God, how they can start that relationship even right now from wherever they are, wherever they might be. Well, let's take a walk down the Romans Road. I, I love the Romans Road. Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In other words, ask yourself, have you ever lied? Uh, that makes you a liar. Have you ever stolen something? That makes you a thief. Have you ever looked at a woman lustfully or a man lustfully that you've committed adultery in your heart, Jesus says. So we are sinners and we have fallen short of the glory of God, the perfection of God. And so Romans 6.23 tells us that So we know that are under the death sentence. We're going to die here and we're going to die eternally in hell because of these sins. But as Romans 6 tells us, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Romans 5, 8 tells us what God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 8, 1 tells us, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Well, how do you accept this gift that Jesus gave us, his death on the cross where our sins, the judgment for our sins are put on him? Romans 10 tells us that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is even from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So if you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God and your Savior, then Pray something from your heart like this. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. The guilt will be gone. You will inherit eternal life with him forever. And you will be a child of God. Get in the Bible then. Read it. 
get with other Christians on church, either in the building and when that's allowed and online and uh, grow in your newfound relationship with Jesus Christ. I love that. Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that. Hey, and maybe you just accept the Lord from wherever you are. We would love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME. We would love to rejoice with you, but we also would love to send you a Bible, some material so that you can continue to grow in your knowledge uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to find a wonderful church that teaches the what was meant for evil for Joseph God meant it for good and I really believe Nathan in this situation that our nation finds itself in uh, what the enemy meant for evil right Nathan we could turn that around for the good absolutely Satan will continue to ruin things but God always turns it to a good thing even if it costs our lives as long as the gospel spread people are saved from eternal death and hell then that's our purpose and what do we as Christians have to look on the other side of it? We have Christ's millennial kingdom and eternal life in heaven. Brother, I am looking forward to that reward. Woo! Praise the Lord. So am I. Nathan, thank you so much for those wonderful, encouraging, encouraging words. And of course, uh, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. I'm Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, again, with the, the Lamb Lion Ministries, the Truth to Set Free program. And what a joy it's been. Uh, being part of this program with all of you. Please continue to pray for our nation, uh, continue to pray for our communities, and continue to make a difference out there. We believe the Lord is coming back very, very soon, and soon we will be with Him. Nathan Jones, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you all, too, are blessed. Keep looking towards Jesus. <laughs>